are live launches dead? You may be surprised to hear this from me today because I have been the champion of live launches for so long, but I may be reversing my opinion on this, so you definitely want to stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am sharing a bit of a hot take about the state of live launches. Now, you know that I have been a huge fan and huge advocate of live launches for years and years and years now. And in light of recent events, I have started to kind of malleable, maybe that's not the word I'm looking for, malleate, whatever, change my position on this cold hard fact. Now, I want to say that live launches are absolutely crucial to the success of your business. However, on today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down some other considerations that I think that you should have when considering how and when to market your course to your audience. And so in case you're not familiar, a live launch is an in-real-time promotion of your offer. There's typically a set cart open and set cart close, and the doors to your program are only open during a set amount of time. This is something that is really unique to the course creation industry. Not a lot of other industries operate like this, where you can only get in at a certain time and you can only get in until a certain date. The only thing that I can think of in the real world that kind of operates like this would be like movie premieres in the movie theaters, right? There's a set amount of time. There's a bunch of buzz leading up to it. The movie is in theaters for a set amount of time. You pay an exorbitant amount of money to go see it for that experience. And then it's out of theaters. And there's typically a period of time before you can buy it on Oh my God, I was just about to say VHS. You can't even buy VHS anymore. I am now aging myself before you can buy it on DVD, but I feel like people don't even buy DVDs anymore. Like anywho. So there is that kind of cart open, cart close, get it in while you can style of system when it comes to movie premieres. But otherwise, most other products are available after the launch, right? Can you imagine if like Louis Vuitton was like, our spring collection is now here, but you can't buy it after May 1st, right? Like that would be a little bit crazy, right? They launch something new and then it's available until it sells out or it's available kind of indefinitely, right? That's really the way that most industries work. But in the course creation industry, We have found that in the online space, having a deadline creates some kind of urgency or scarcity around purchasing that thing at a specific set time. And so when this all began, the bro marketers who were the founders of this industry decided this is the hard, fast way to do this. And now things have changed a lot. The industry has changed a lot. The pandemic brought a whole wave of innovation and change to the industry, But live launching still has a valuable uh, place in a marketing plan. And I've seen so much messaging, especially post-pandemic, 
around just going straight to Evergreen. And if you've been here a minute, you know that I love an Evergreen sales funnel. I have been running Evergreen sales funnels since the very first few months of my business. I knew the value of driving traffic into a automated sales mechanism in order to create sales all year long. And this is really a key piece as well, right? But I really don't think this turf war between one or the other is warranted at all. And it's really rather thinking about how both serve you in different seasons and in different times of the year is really how you're going to maximize and create the maximum impact with your offer. And so in recent years, there's been a ton of back and forth on should you do live launches? Should you go evergreen? Should you launch quarterly? Should you launch annually? How often should you do each? Should you evergreen a live launched product? Should you not? What's the difference? Should the price be different? All the things, right? There's so many conversations around this area. And for a long time, I have believed that regularly live launching was an effective way to grow your audience. There's a lot of benefits to live launching, like your energy, like creating a cohort style environment for people where they feel like they're a part of something. And I still believe that that's true. I still believe that live launches have a place, but I also believe that having automated funnels have a place as well. And so to answer the question that I posed at the start of the episode in the first five minutes, pretty impressive, is do I think live launching is dead? No, but I do think that the way that we live launch is changing. And I do think that some of the core tenets of live launching are changing. And that's what I want to talk about on today's episode. So don't think you have to go out and put a bunch in your budget for ad spend and start driving traffic to an automated funnel in order to make money. Sure, that is one way to do things, but you don't have to do that in order to scale your course. But I do wanna talk about the ways that launching is changing and how you can stay on the forefront of these changes so that you can continue to grow and scale your course and your impact as you go through the year. So the first thing that I really see changing is this idea of a very short promotional period. There's a lot of gurus out there that are teaching like 10 to 14 day total between announcement and cart close promotional periods. So what I mean by that is like on day one, you're announcing your free event, like a webinar or a challenge or some kind of hybrid of the two. And then by the end of those 14 days, the cart is closed, the doors are done, you cannot join for another year. This is a very outdated model of sales. And there's a whole lot of reasons why, but one of them is this new awareness to the unethical nature of hard scarcity. And I've been preaching about ethical sales and hard scarcity for a long time, but I think a lot of people are starting to feel this. And I think on a more practical level, People just need a little bit more time. I don't know about you, but my business is not the only thing going on in my life. And me paying attention to your launch emails and watching your webinar live are not the only things going on in my life. And I have 
other things to do. I have to make dentist appointments. I have to get to therapies. I have to support my kids on summer break. I have to go to the pool. I have to coordinate daycare. Like there are so many other things that I have to do and think about. Then remember that your doors are opening and I only have like a minute and a half to buy before they close for a year, you know? And I think when we realize that our market, that our audience, that our dream clients are thinking about other things too, we can become a little bit more conscious and aware of these things and give them a little bit more time. I am seeing six weeks as a really solid length of time from announcement of event through cart close. And you may be thinking like, holy buckets, Jess, that is a long time. And it might be, right? And I think that this is something you should absolutely test in your own launches and in your audience. But I really think that giving people more time to opt in to your event and more time to consider the purchase and more time to learn about what it's about and move money and talk about their finances with other key decision makers and make these decisions, I think that that's only going to result in more sales into your program. So when I say six weeks, what does that look like when you break it down? The first thing is announcing your workshop, your live event sooner. Rather than this whole seven days out nonsense, giving people three weeks to opt in to your event. And you may be thinking, oh my gosh, people are going to forget that the event is coming in three weeks. Yeah, if you never email them again about it, right? But since you're going to be emailing them regularly and emailing your list and talking about it on social, this gives you a really long time to get in people's ear and build that buzz and build that excitement for this live event. And what's really cool about this too is that it also gives you the opportunity to build awareness for your offer leading up to the event. And that takes me, that's gonna take me to point number two, but I'm gonna finish point number one with the six weeks really quick. So three weeks of promoting your live event, one week of like any kind of bonus or urgency or whatever immediately after the event, and then two weeks additional where the cart is open. Now you could do five weeks where you do three weeks on the front end and two weeks on the back end. You could do uh, six weeks when you have four on the front end and two on the back end, whatever feels best to you. And this is a really good way to test inside of your audience, but giving people more time to consider the investment, to learn about your offer, to consume your free content, to become obsessed with you and decide that they are ready to purchase cannot hurt you. As long as you have a consistent marketing schedule and you are regularly showing up and telling them what you're going to tell them and why they need to buy it, giving them more time is not going to hurt you. And you may be thinking, holy crap, Jess, two week car open feels so long. Nobody buys in the middle. And yeah, that's okay. Nobody's buying in the middle because they are considering their purchasing decision, right? And so I think that that time in the middle, giving them even more time to consider it, will not hurt you, right? We have this fear that, oh, people are going to forget or they're going to procrastinate. Fine. Let people make the right decision for them. Give them enough time to make an aligned purchasing decision for themselves, especially if it's something that costs more than $200, because that's a lot of money to most people. And most people need to make plan accordingly or make plans accordingly in order to spend that kind of money. So 
that is kind of how those that is kind of how those six weeks are broken up. So my point number two about this is seeding your offer earlier. I had a conversation with a client of mine about this who was talking about how at the top of her challenge, she wanted to say like, don't worry, this isn't a sales pitch. This is just me giving you five days of really amazing advice. And I might tell you about a way that you could work with me at the very end, but you don't have to stay for that. It's going to be fine. And I was like, whoa, 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 sister. Why are you apologizing for your offer before you even offer it? Why are you so afraid of offending your audience with your offer that you are like, giving caveats before they even hear it as to why they don't need it. And she kind of thought about it and was like, huh, good question. And maybe that's why people aren't buying. Maybe because the people who show up to your sales mechanism, the people who show up to your webinar have indicated that they have a problem that you can solve. And if you are confident that you can solve that problem, why wouldn't you want to tell them about the solution? You know? And in fact, I think the problem isn't telling them too soon. I think it's not telling them enough, not telling them early enough that you have a solution to their problem. And so what I recommend is that the very beginning of your promotional period, where you're giving those three weeks of promoting your live sales event, you are also telling them about the offer. You are being clear and upfront. You are saying, join me for this free masterclass where I'm going to teach you the X to Y of how to solve this problem. And I'm going to tell you about my program that'll help you do it faster, easier, cheaper, quicker with whatever pain point, right, that they have. And in the emails telling them like, so exciting, the doors will open to my program on this event. So if you want to be the first to join, do not miss it, right? Make the doors opening to your program part of the party. That is the whole point in getting people to join you is making it clear and making them excited for the doors to open to your program. And so you should be talking about your program, not just the free event, for those three to four weeks leading up to it. And you should be talking about it every other time in between, right? It should not be a secret that you have a program. It should not be a secret that people can pay to work with you. It should not be a secret that you help people with a specific problem. And if people don't know how you can help them, then of course they're not gonna buy from you, right? Again, this goes into giving people enough time and enough warning to wrap their head around your offer. And what ends up happening is people are like, ooh, there's this event coming out that sounds like it's going to solve my problem. And she says she has this program about it. I'm going to learn more. So then they listen to your podcast. They read your content. They read your old blogs. They subscribe to your emails. They become obsessed with your content so that when the doors actually open, it's really just a technicality. And they're like, yes, I'm in. Like they buy immediately because they have been selling themselves with your free content for the three weeks leading up to the doors opening. That is so much more powerful than the fear and scarcity that you could use by giving people three days to make a decision, you know, giving them so much excitement and urgency and like clarity and solving their problem and showing them that you can do that. That is going to create so much more urgency to buy than being like, and you have three days to make the decision go. You know, people don't like being pressured like that. And the people who do buy from pressure like that oftentimes don't complete the program or ask for a refund. And neither of those things are good for you or your business. So the third thing about live launching is leaving the cart open longer and then automating the sales 
afterward. I really don't believe in a hard cart close. I do believe in like the end of a promotional period where like you're not talking about it constantly, but that doesn't mean that the doors are actually closed. And you may be thinking, well, if you're going to close the doors, isn't it out of integrity to leave them open? The answer is no. And the person who told you that is an idiot. Sorry, that's a little strong, but it's true. And it's costing you so much money not allowing people to join your program when the doors are quote unquote closed. Unless you have like a live cohort model where there is a very clear reason for them to only join at a specific time and within a specific time frame, then there's really no reason to close the doors in a hard way, right? Giving them enough time to make a decision, giving them a date in which they should make that decision, having a really clear and empowering reason for them to make a decision by that date, and then allowing them to go through the funnel again at their leisure and possibly purchase the program again later is going to be the best way to get the right people into your program at the right time. And these two things are really key to getting high completion and high success rates out of your clients. If you stop pressuring people to buy, people will actually get results. They will actually complete the program. They will actually tell all of their friends about it. They will actually become advocates for your brand rather than feeling burnt out and like completely burned by you as a coach, right? So by giving people like two weeks to purchase the program, And then on the back end saying like, hey, this is already like started, but if you want to still join us, here's the link to do so, or giving them another opportunity to go through another funnel in order to get in. You do not have to talk about it all the time, promote it like it's live all the time, but by having a funnel in place, you can then direct that traffic into that funnel, keep the momentum going, and keep sales coming in all year long. And I'm actually going to be recording a brand new masterclass all about this called Launch Once, Make Sales All Year, starting in just a couple of weeks. So keep your eyes peeled for all of the information on that. And I'm super excited. I have a brand new offer coming out that I've been working on. I am in a new season of life that you may have caught on to from the shift in my energy and some of the things I've talked about recently. But I am so excited to get this new offer out to you because I think it's really timely and helping you really create sales all year long without having to launch all year long. And it's not an evergreen program. It's not a launching program. It is a hybrid program of both. And it's going to be at a ridiculously accessible price point. So if this is something that you want, you want to make more sales all year, whether you're in the standing or in the pickup line at school or the standby line at Disneyland, you definitely do not want to miss out on this masterclass. So check out the show notes for all of the details and I will see you there. So super exciting. This week, I'm heading to Kajabi Hero Live. I am so excited to connect with you if you are there. Um, hit me up on Instagram at quantum course creator, and we will make it happen. And if you are not coming, I will be sharing all of the details and behind the scenes on my Instagram at the same handle. And so I hope to talk more about it then. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in my next episode.